0: Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information visit our website www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK.
1: Good evening everyone. Welcome to Word Up. Uh, Great to have you with us and hi to Ben and Pastor Akin. Great to have you both together with me, all three of us. Here we go. We're back on it after a two weeks break. Right. Let's uh, without further ado, let's get into and catch up where we are. We are in chapter six and uh, we've just opened. We'd opened the fifth seal last time and we saw the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony, the testimony they'd maintained and they called out how much longer, Lord, until you judge the earth? And, and the answer came, wait a little longer until the full number of fellow servants and brothers who were to be killed were, was complete. And then, uh, then uh, it sounds like, you know, by inference, then you will be avenged. Um, so we're picking up now on the sixth seal from verse chapter six, verse 12. I'm actually going to read right through to um the end of chapter 7 today and see how we get on it's not too many verses anyway so picking up from chapter 6 and verse 12 I watched as he opened the sixth seal there was a great earthquake the sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat's hair the whole moon turned blood red and the stars in the sky fell to earth as late figs drop from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. The sky receded like a scroll, rolling up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. Then the kings of the earth, and the princes, the generals, the rich, the mighty, every slave and every freeman hid in caves and among the rocks of the mountains. They called to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who can stand? Then chapter 7. After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land or on the sea or on any tree. Then I saw another angel coming up from the east, having the seal of the living God. He called out in a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm the land and the sea. Do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we have put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, a 144,000. From all the tribes of Israel. From the tribe of Judah, 12,000 were sealed. From the tribe of Reuben, 12,000. From the tribe of Asher, 12,000. From the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000. From the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000. From the tribe of Simeon, 12,000. From the tribe of Levi, 12,000. From the tribe of Issachar, 12,000. From the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000. From the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 from the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every tribe, nation, tribe, people and language, standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and around the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honour and power and strength be to our God for ever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, who are they and where did they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. For the lamb at the centre of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to the springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Okay, so that was uh, a beautiful picture again, a heavenly picture there in chapter 7. um, And, and the sealing there of, of those who will be sealed before the next part of the judgment. But coming back to... Uh, we're coming back to to the the sixth seal before then and um what we see in the sixth seal if you think of the first four were the first four horsemen of the apocalypse then five we see this picture of these the saints slain because of their testimony now we come to six and things shift from if you like you know what men are doing to each other to um, a real upheaval of nature and the cosmos, it seems like things shift to the real acts of God. We see there's a great earthquake, the sun turned black uh, and and the moon blood-red stars falling from the sky, um, the sky receding like a scroll, rolling up every mountain and island. This is um indeed you know a cataclysmic shaking of of the heavenlies. Uh, and the earth um, Gentlemen, what what have you got about these scenes? Who, Pastor Akin, do you want to uh, come in here?
0: Yes, thank you Pastor. Uh, just yeah, just I guess just try looking at this um, you, you, What 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 the, some of the, uh, you know, the things that I came across when I was preparing for this was uh, How this differs from the things that we're experiencing on the earth now yeah. So uh, because some people might read some of these things and they might say well, you know, when it comes to earthquakes and uh, you know some of these um if you like a phenomenon of nature that we are experiencing now but the actual difference to this is that this is not like for example an earthquake in one part of the world in one nation or in one country this is a kind of like an earthquake that's shaking the whole world at the same time and it's the same thing you know it talks about um all the kings of the earth and it's great men it's it's to, it, it, it's a, it's a worldwide event that's yeah. taking place at the same time and so we it's quite um i guess it's important in our own minds to be Very clear good. that this differs from the sort of things that we're experiencing now this is something that's happening all over the world all yes. at the same time and all men are experiencing all at the same time yes. and yeah. um i, I think when, when we when we think about in, in that sense then we, we can we can understand that this this is as you rightly said it's cataclysmic you know this mm-hmm. you can imagine when even when an earth Takes part in one place of the world, and as a result of that, there's a tsunami and there's a knock on yeah. effect of that. Yeah. You know, it takes years for a nation to recover from things like that. Mm-hmm. But if you can try to, we can't even imagine what it'd be like if that was happening yeah. all over the world at the same time. You know, earthquakes happening everywhere at the same time, you know, and it's like you said, the sky rolling back, and this this thing causing people to actually, you know, if in, in one sense leave the safety of their homes and their yeah. houses and whatever, they start to look for caves and places where they can hide in, in mountains and, and, and places like that it, it i guess it does it, it gives us um an insight into the terror and the horror of, mm. of what's going to be happening at, at this point in time it, it isn't um you know it, it isn't there, there's no hiding place i guess that's the best way of putting it. there isn't yes. a place where you can say i could go here i can go there i can try and hide and it's like it says again i was reading that it, it affects all men you know you've got the kings and the great men uh the rich men the commanders mighty men and he says, every slave, every free man, everybody is affected, regardless of their status in life, regardless of, you know, how rich or poor they are. You know, everybody is affected by this. And I guess that's one of the things that really which really comes home here on this thing. And um, I think it's also quite significant that uh, that the people are also crying out and saying that they're trying to They know who they are, They know. It's, that, it's, it's amazing. They seem to know what is happening because yeah. they're actually it, it does say here that. Uh, they, they're they trying to hide uh, from the uh, from the face of him who sits on the throne yes. and from the wrath of the Lamb. Yeah. So you can imagine people who maybe in the past would say, oh, there's no God or, you know, they, they want to serve other gods. But when these events start to take place, there is that kind of, there is a, I, I don't know what I can call it—an an innate knowledge that you know that, yes. that they. This is this is the judgment of God, yes. and they know that it's the judgment of the one true God. And they're talking about the Lamb yes. who sits on the throne. I mean, this is Jesus who has been slain mm. for the sins of the world, and it's it's like they, at that point in time, even though people might have rejected him before, or you know, whatever it is, put off mm-hmm. you know acknowledging who he is. At this point in time, when these things start to happen, then they begin to acknowledge him for who he is.
1: It's interesting, we've um, got this uh, calling out, fall on us, hide us from the face of him who sits on, on the wrath of the Lamb. And yet it's not describing, you know, a repenting, but uh, almost, you know, ah, oh, quick, you know, it's better to die than to, I don't know, to face the Lord or to repent. Ben, do you want to say anything about this particular passage?
2: It, just exactly what you said, yeah, yeah. that even though he's being recognised, you know, that and... They're still not running. They're still not running to the Lord, yeah. uh, even though they know the source of it. It's just, you know, in the midst of all of that, they're still still denying the Lord and uh, still denying that uh, you know He is the only way to salvation. It really shows you the maybe the depths of of, of sin and, and stubbornness yeah. that that man has gone to, uh, you know, in, in, in at this time, even though it's all ending and seeing all these things and uh you know they're still not running to the to the one who the only one who can who can redeem them
1: yes it it reminds me as well of the um you know the prophecies of this the great and terrible day of the lord i was i was even referring to it this morning in, in the preaching but joel 2 says i will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth blood and fire billows of smoke the sun will be turned to darkness the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the lord yeah a, these are kind of cataclysmic you know shakings of everything i mean this description of the stars in the sky falling to the earth you know has that ever happened i, I, I don't think so but uh, what's it going to be we, we don't know but there'll be there'll be days so terrible that, you know, they've never been experienced before, we read, or will it ever be experienced again? Um they're so awful. When we when we see this scene as well, it brings us a point we we were mentioning it just before we came on air. This seems like the very you know, the shaking of everything. Literally the stars falling into and 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 everybody hiding and crying out fall on us rocks. It seems before, you know, literally the wrath of God is there. It's almost like a a a big picture of what's happening at the end. I know it's described in this sixth seal, but then it seems that in other places in the, the seal the trumpets and, and the bowls as we come to, you know, there's detail of these events. We we hear of, you know, this big mountain that falls into the sea and other things almost like more detail of these kind of cataclysmic events but um yeah it's quite tricky to understand the chronology of these things isn't it ben Mm -hmm. you you had some thoughts as well of of how you know these might be looked at and even showed us that diagram
2: (laughs) There, there seems to be uh two two views like what we've got are the seals being broken and the things happening the trumpets will be next and then there's bowls poured out and the two schools of thought are: Is this happening all at the same time? Like, at the same time as the seal breaks, is there a trumpet sounding, and is there a bowl being poured out, and are the things described all happening at once? So, what we're doing in Revelation is we're we ha- we're hearing what's happening from all these different perspectives. That's all happening at the same time, um, which is what Ian was saying. He talks about mountains uh, being shaken, and then when there's a trumpet i haven't read it myself you know when we hear the trumpets the the mountain is falling into the earth um falling down or or is it that these things are happening like in a sequence so we get the seals broken uh and then the trumpet sounding and then the bowls uh, and they're they're separate things happening but um one of the scholars i looked at had a handy diagram and his view is that they're happening one after the other but, yeah, when the, when the seventh seal is broken, that's when the, that takes us into the trumpets, when the, the, uh, the seventh the trumpet. trumpet is down, takes us yeah. into the bowl. And I'll show you the diagram that I showed Pastor Akin and Pastor <laughs> here. Um This is from credohouse.com, where you do lots of Bible courses. Sometimes you can get them for free. Uh, and you can see the split there uh, between the six, six seals and then the seventh one is split. Yeah, uh, there's like an interlude. That's where we are at the moment actually. We're in between the uh the sixth seal and there's a little break which we'll go into in chapter seven before the uh the seventh seal is broken. And there seems to be like these pauses where where uh before the last one happens, there's little little kind of interludes and we'll see the first one as we go into chapter seven. But it's just interesting to see the structure of well the views of the structure of the book because they don't always agree. Uh, and obviously, with the revelation, it, 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 mm. there's lots of symbology because uh, it's apocalyptic literature, which you have mentioned before. Lots of symbols um, mixed in, I think, with some literal things as well. Mm, um, mm, mm, really yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, and, you know, it's it, we're trying to unpick, and and we're discovering this as well. You know, we're of trying course. to unpick these things. Well, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Here's yeah. what this guy says. Here's what this guy says. You know, putting all the views out
1: there. And yeah, thanks. Um, Anne was asking, "Is this going to be everyone who's ever lived on the Earth? What about people who have already died?" It's uh, it's not a stupid question, Anne at all. Um, I mean, this is really describing the events of those who are alive. Um, although, no, no, I, I take that back. We've got pictures on the Earth of what's happening to those who are alive at the time. We see pictures in heaven of those who maybe have. Have died and, and maybe, you know, been martyred. And we know there's martyrs, uh, dying even today. Those who have died in Christ. I suppose what, what we do know is that at one, you know, at this time, the great day of the Lord, after that will be the judgment where everyone who has ever lived indeed will be resurrected, will, will rise again, uh, some to, um, everlasting, um, salvation with god in heaven and some to everlasting judgment and um and hell so uh yeah everyone will everyone dies and everyone is judged so we we'll all you know stand before the judgment seat of christ uh eventually one day uh, hence uh, it's great to be on his side um living for him amen we'll so we'll see ya. Yeah, in a minute because
2: you know, we've looked at uh, in six uh, well i think it was the fifth seal where the the martyrs the the christians that had been persecuted and killed yeah. were actually crying out to god saying well when when will we be avenged yes uh, and they're told like to, you know a little more rest and you you know you will be avenged and then yeah, as we'll see when we go into this chapter seven that there are it's kind of mixed up with when, you know, when is the tribulation and after the church is taken up into heaven, will there be people saved after that point? And if so, what what happens to them? Um, and, you know, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but you'll see in chapter seven, you know, and that's talking about people that have been uh, killed because they're, of their faith. And, you know, what's going to happen to them. So anyway, yeah. let's,
1: let's yeah. get into it. Yes. Yeah, so we read chapter seven. Then that's right. We go into it seems like we're moving again into and you showed it. It came in the diagram there. What might be called an interlude, a little kind of a point where it seems there's a holding of the judgments, a holding back. And when we hear that, you know, there were four winds, four mm-hmm. angels. Uh, holding back four winds of judgment, if you like, that would blow on, interestingly, land or the sea or any tree. And then another angel said, hold on, hold on, wait before, do not start to harm anything until we're going to seal those that we're going to seal. And, and we we see the sealing of the servants of God. And first of all, it's the sealing of 144,000 from, it says, the tribes of Israel. And, and we see, you, you heard it read, the detailing there of 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel. And um, there have been, you know, people who teach replacement theology that that the Jews finished with, uh, sorry, that, that the Lord finished with the Jews. And now we have, the church, the believing Gentiles have replaced uh, the Jews as the people of God would say ah yes this is symbolic of the um of of us now uh we've replaced and yet that that really doesn't um doesn't hold any water if if we look at this you know it says these are from the tribes of israel and it 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 depicts each of the tribes and it says 12000 from each tribe and then it says after the after this in verse 9 and then it describes uh, people from every other tribe, people or language. So we've got Israel and then we've got the um, the believing, if you like, people from the rest of the world, the believing Gentiles, which would include us. Um, what do we think about this 144,000 that is spoken of detailed here from each? Are they a literal 12,000 each and 144,000 people or is this symbolic of you know, a large and perfect, maybe ruling number of, of of Jewish people. Anyway, what 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 do we know about this hundred and forty four thousand, Pastor Akin? What, what have you uh, managed to unearth about this group? What's what, uh,
0: obviously you come across different views and different viewpoints. But um, yeah. I mean, one of the ones that I came across was that uh, it's the detail of this, if you like, the, the, these numbers that this particular author was of the opinion that as god has gone into, in such a detail that this it, this isn't symbolic it's actually a, a literal number and they uh, i mean you know you know some people they, they go into the numbers of 12 being uh, the um the number of government i believe that 12 yeah, the, number the number of government, government. 12000 so there is he 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 was following along those lines uh, saying yeah. that you know it's the detail here you know we've got the 12 tribes of israel and uh, we've got twelve tribes that are, are mentioned here. You've got the twelve thousand from each tribe. The one hundred and forty-four thousand. So, um, in his opinion, which I guess I would, would like to go along, he say saying that literally this is an exact number. But he's not thereby saying that only a hundred. He went on to say not, that not that doesn't mean there's only one hundred and forty-four thousand. You know, Jewish people that are going to be saved because he does go on, like you like rightly said later, to, to mention a multitude so um he's he's if you like he's uh views his opinions were that these were sealed as witnesses and um he actually went on to say that that um which we, we can i can't actually verify from what from this what we've read but that, that these witnesses then um they were if you like uh the a, a prelude to a, a greater multitude coming in Oh, but yes. uh yes yeah. that, so that that was what that was uh in a nutshell that was yes. what, what's yes. what i came across right. Here. Right. so right. not symbolic but literal One hundred and forty-four thousand yes. yes. jewish people from and he was just, also he made the point of saying that um that uh you, you know god had actually was you know he, he identified their um if you like their ancestry back to each of the tribes that i mentioned here so he was just again. He was of he was he was not of the opinion that this is a these these were not Christians. He was saying there's no replacement theology here. These actual people, you they were able to. God himself was able to trace their ancestry back to these tribes that were mentioned here.
1: One thing that came to mind, and I'll let you come in on this as well next, Ben. But uh, as as we read from you know the the sealing of the we say first. The 144,000, you know, first the sealing from every tribe of Israel. So there's a sealing. And then we see the, the the Gentiles, all the Gentiles from every nation, if you like, every tribe, a countless number. And it, it reminded me of salvation is first for the Jew and then for the Gentile. You know, salvation here, the sealing first for the Jew, you know, the, the family, if you like, the, the kin, the blood kin of the Lord, you know, uh, and and then for the Gentile, yes, it's not secondary, but but uh, it's first for the Jew, and and you know, judgment as well is first for the Jew and then for the Gentile. This hundred and forty-four thousand, before you come in there, Ben, is referred to again in Revelation fourteen. Here's some interesting detail about those hundred and forty-four thousand. Says, then I looked, and before me was the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, with him the 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. Think of the seal. I heard a sound from heaven like the roar of rushing waters and like loud thunder. The sound I heard was like the harpist playing harps. And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No, would, no one could learn the song except the 144,000 who'd been redeemed from the earth. These are, these are those, the 144,000, who did not defile themselves with women, for they kept themselves pure. They followed the lamb wherever he goes. They were purchased from among men and offered as first fruits to God and the lamb. No lie was found in their mouths. They are blameless. Interesting, you know, it's, um, I wonder if that's, well, it's obviously a more descriptive more description of the 144000 were they not married for instance were they specifically those who you know were i don't know sealed and sold out to serve the lord they had the revelation of the messiah i want to say that right now today you know thousands upon thousands of of people in israel and around the world jewish believers of jesus christ are coming to faith in jesus christ And so we are approaching the day when we will see, we are seeing thousands upon thousands of the Jewish people. Salvation is to the Jew first and then the Gentiles. So, you know, Jesus is coming again to his people, believing in him, saying, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That will be his people crying that out. And he will arrive in Jerusalem, their capital city. Um, And so, yeah, we're seeing it in this day. Ben, your turn on the one hundred forty-four thousand.
2: Is it is an interesting perspective. These these let's look at the multitude. The multitude are going to be those who go through the tribulation. So, the one hundred forty-four thousand and the multitude, they're there during the tribulation. If we're looking at the rapture of the church being before the tribulation, then the church church is gone, and so you've got these people that have missed the rapture, but yet they they believe, and and one of the The scholars I was reading was like, well, this this 144,000 could possibly be Jews that have seen the rapture and the, you know, all these people uh, go from the earth and suddenly realise that Jesus was the Messiah and come to faith. Um, or you know, with your description from the other chapter in Revelation, that there may be some old, ultra Orthodox Jews who suddenly get the revelation and come to the Lord in a day. Wow! Yeah, and that. and then the, the multitude are the fruits of their ministry. These hundred forty four thousand kind of <laughs> super Jews that are the, the evangelists on the earth who who preach the gospel to the whole world well, during the time of tribulation. And who uh, and in, uh, to some extent are protected because they are sealed um, so that none of these disasters touch them, um, you know, and that they're, they're, they're kind of known uh, by God that go out into the earth and they, they, they're the evangelists to bring the great multitude to the Lord. Um, that was an interesting uh, kind of perspective and when you see these uh, uh, kind of dramatizations like left behind all those old 70s ones like distant thunder and thief in the night There's always like a, a remnant of, of Jews that that seem to know the timeline and know everything and they're portrayed as as guides it during the trip time of tribulation and you know, so you've got this 144,000 quite clearly Jews quite clearly people who are sold out uh, for the Lord uh, and then you get the multitude from every tribe and every nation that are the people that come through the tribulation and believe and it says you know they wash they their robes are washed in white um, and sealing you know that whole thing about being sealed we've looked yeah. at seals being sealing. opened That's that whole idea
1: yeah, yeah.
2: and uh, it says all through scripture that the Christians are sealed you know those that possibly have been raptured this time are sealed with the seal of God it talks a lot in scripture about that uh, set me as a seal upon your heart and a seal upon your arm it says in song of songs and it denotes you know possession protection power and indicates a promise like first fruits deposit the the holy spirit is our seal at this Mm -hmm. time as believers you know that's the seal upon it the deposit that coming to its fullness during salvation and this is you know these are the uh, it's hard to it's hard for us to kind of find out you know the timeline and, and of things yeah. it all there's mm. lots of you know we talked last week about people who believe the rapture will become, come before the tribulation people who think it will come in the middle of the tribulation and people who think it will come at the end of the tribulation and then Jesus will come back and it's, okay. it's placing where you know these <laughs> things are
1: right <laughs> let's have a- Pastor Akin, Ben, myself, what do you think? Um when will <laughs> when will the rapture happen, in your opinion? Um they are putting it uh, maybe you can put your opinion on here, dear friends. Uh, you know, you've heard some of the teaching so far. Will there be a there will be a rapture? Because the, the Bible speaks of a rapture, a taking up, you know, and will it be before the tribulation? Will it be during middle tribulation will it be some say pre-wrath that's kind of I suppose a bit like mid-tribulation before the the full venting of his wrath or right at the end of everything you know a post-tribulation right let's start with Pastor Akin I'm going to put you on the spot first what do you believe about the um the rapture of the church or are you still working it out or have you got some ideas what's your thoughts
0: Uh, I don't have any um you know I I can't point to any particular scripture or verse and say I think it's going to be this or or that or that so so that I guess that puts me at a great disadvantage (laughs) so the (laughs) only thing I've got would be I guess would just be my um my own perceptions uh and beliefs of the, the way that God works in the sense that um he doesn't always necessarily as christians he doesn't always necessarily um what's that word always always uh, protect us or deliver us from evil and wickedness if i can use those words mm-hmm. so or maybe i should sorry i should maybe i shouldn't use evil and wicked i should use the word difficulty, difficulty and yeah. um and challenges maybe if i use those words so difficulties mm-hmm. challenges problems god doesn't always um protect us and deliver us from those things because in a way in which only God can understand those th- those uh, those challenges or those problems or difficulties, He is able to to use those things actually to strengthen our faith, and to to bring us closer to Him, to make us more Christ-like. Because if we look at our our Lord Jesus Christ, He did He um you know the Son of God, He He went through we, we can say lots of challenges and difficulties and lots of um. Uh, what what's the word I, I can use now? I mean, challenges and difficulties. He he did yeah, go through them all, and and, and tribulations yeah. and things like that. Persecutions, exactly Persecution, those sort of yeah. things. He went through those sort of things in a, in a, in an extreme way, actually, to the point of death. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we and as we said before, we have looked at this the, the whole issue of martyrdom as well. That Christians are still Christians who are following in his footsteps are going through that even today. You know that they're being yes. martyred for their yes. faith. They're being That's imprisoned. Fine. You know they're 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 suffering loss of all things. So um, yes, I, I guess that sure. that's what kind of like shapes my thinking on mm. this, not to yes, think yeah. that God is just going to take the church away from all of these things, you know. Yeah. Rather, you know, I, I, I understand that um, some people might say this is different in the sense that this is actually God's judgment. You know, he yeah. He He won't let his children go through the judgment because we've um, already professed our faith in Christ. But um, I, I also have a, a, of a sense of we, we can be we witnesses in the midst of this, you know, Yes, um so yes. yeah so it, it, it i i guess in a nutshell my <laughs> if you like my my belief is that um the rapture comes at the end um yes, yeah, yeah. so we you know those who might be around when before the lord returned might still go through but it will be different as i think something that ben alluded to earlier in that just like you know these these a are sealed uh for a special task i believe that god has for them yeah. that if there are believers who are around during these times we will be sealed as well mm. just as we've seen before um you know during the 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 plagues in egypt as an example yes and uh, you know the blood of the the the, the, the lambs yes. were, were put on the lengths of the mm-hmm. house so they were there when all of these things were taking place but they didn't suffer the losses yes. that those who That's who right. were not in that covenant relationship mm. with god that they suffered and and I have that same sort of belief as well, that if the fact that we, that Christians might be around you this time, it doesn't mean that they're going to have the same experiences as those who do not believe in the Lord. So um, oh, yes. I, that, I think that should be an encouragement to us, is that whether, you know, the rapture is pre or it's mid or it's after, yes. that uh, we shouldn't... Um, you know, we shouldn't believe that we're going to have the same sort of experiences as those who do not have a covenant with the Lord. Even Daniel as prophesied and says that, you know, he said all of these things, you know, in the midst of all of his wickedness and evil, that he says those who know their God, he said they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Yes. So um, we won't be asking the question that they were asking at the end of chapter six when they're saying who is able to stand. Because we know that nobody can stand against God, but because we are in God, then yeah. we will be enabled to stand.
1: Great, thanks, Pastor Akin. Great one, Ben. I'm going to come to you next. What, what what's your what's your feeling? You know, I know we're we're working it out as we study. What what what's um what's your thoughts on it? And I'm, you've obviously been looking at some kind of uh, pre-trib, you know, rapture kind of teaching as well, which we've all we've all been exposed to. Where mm. do you tend to fall?
2: Well, I'm st- I'm still f- forming my opinion. I mean, I was kind of just initially. There's so much. Uh, in Scripture, and um, what Jesus says about the the time of persecution and and yeah. kind of standing what what Aiken said, and that mm-hmm. you know true believers will be kept not out of it but through it so i I was kind of with the mind that you know we may go through the tribulation mm-hmm. um, and then at the end of that time uh, then then there will be like a a a, a rapture and Jesus will will reign in the the millennium, thousand years, which is another thing we'll look at. But, um, you know, you kind of, you wonder, like, you know, there's a lot to say in Scripture about there's a lot holding back the evil on the earth. There's definitely a common grace to the whole world that, you know, we're able to, Eat fruit in our supermarkets and and have Mm -hmm. good things in life. Even if you don't believe, you know the the world is a good and beautiful place still for for all mankind. Uh, But yet, you know, there's a a point where that grace, that common grace, will be taken away, and all hell will be unleashed. Uh, I I kind of think that's you know that's the tribulation time. You know, I kind of think either it will get to a certain point where it's so bad like a midpoint where we're taken or you know we will go through that tribulation like pastor Aiken is saying and uh, it, it kind of the example we gave of like you know in the passover uh the believers the the jews went went through you know all of those uh, that time where there was plagues upon egypt and all this kind of stuff but goshen was kept where they were was kept free from it you know yes, they had yeah. didn't get the howl and the frogs and all that kind of stuff yet right next door in Egypt all that stuff was happening yet they stood Um, and with the Passover of course you know the angel of death came but because the the blood of the blood of the lamb was over their doorposts and they were marked and that in, in some ways they were sealed if you like we're talking about sealing here that they didn't you know they didn't go through that same as in Ezekiel 9 there's a thing where the angels Right on the foreheads of the believers, so that they're not, you know, they're not destroyed.
1: Yes, uh, for yeah, a
2: time. there's a lot in scripture that says, you know, even though it will get really bad and the earth will shake and there will be much persecution and people will panic, for the believer, that's not your 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 faith is in God, You're not not in the news or in, in what's going on, you know, in the world. Yeah, and uh, you know, I kind of that, that brings my thinking round to you know, it'll either be a midpoint or we will go through the tribulation. But yet we, you know, like the Israelites in Egypt, we we will be kept in that time. Yes,
1: yes, yes. I I tend to be of the same. Um, I don't think that we will be raptured out before the tribulation. I I look at Matt, even Jesus's um, statement in Matthew 24. He says, pray that your flight will not take place in the winter or, or on the Sabbath then for then there will be great distress unequaled from the beginning of the world until now never to be equaled again he says this then if those days had not been cut short no one would survive but for the sake of the elect those days will be shortened you know it seems to suggest that you know even for, for the sake who are the elect i suppose the pre-trib guys would say oh, yeah that's that's is the israel who are left on the earth at that time it's not us you know because we're raptured but it seems to me you know that's but but for the for the sake of the elect us you know we we're, we're the elect anyway here's another one that in in daniel 7 talking about you know the the antichrist coming and um, and that time it says um It says here, Daniel said, then I wanted to know the true meaning of the fourth beast, which was different from all the others and most terrifying with its iron teeth and bronze claws. The beast that crushed and devoured its victims, trampled underfoot whatever was left. I also wanted to know about the ten horns on its head, about the other horn that came up before, before which the three of them. So you've got the little horn coming up. This is the uh, the Antichrist. The horn more imposing than the others and that had eyes and a mouth that spoke boastfully. So this is the Antichrist. As I watched, this horn was waging war against the saints and defeating them. So here we've got a a, a scenario there of the Antichrist waging war against the saints and defeating them. I mean, I thought, you know, according to the the pre-tribulation, we're not here around for this, but it says, well, there's a waging of war of of the and it says then then he gave me this explanation the fourth beast is a fourth kingdom which will appear on the earth it will be different from other kingdoms will devour the whole earth 10 horns are 10 kings and then we've got the one horn he will speak against the most high and oppress his saints and try to change the set times and laws the saints will be handed over to him for a time times and half a time Again, I think this seems to speak of, of, you know, this kind of great persecution for for a time uh, that's coming against the saints. But God will protect us in that time. Saints, be encouraged. He will be with us. We'll be sealed. And so um, we, we will experience his grace, his help, his supernatural provision. Yes, we'll experience the persecution, but even through it, There'll be that um, grace, that be presence of the Lord. There'll be, um, you know, the help from God, the supernatural help somehow. So I hope that's not too confusing. I hope it's encouraging <laughs> as well. But, uh, you know, even in the trials and, and the Bible says a righteous man may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. I believe it's Psalm 34. Um, a righteous man may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. That's your promise. That's my promise. As we truck on through um, Revelation, God's going to continue to encourage us. Thanks so much, Pastor Akin. Thank you, Ben. Last comment over to both of you. What What, what do you want to say to finish up?
2: <laughs> I guess the last comment, I'll, I'll echo what uh, D, D. said. Um, you know, at the end of chapter 7, which we haven't got to, it's uh, the, the, the ones who've come through the tribulation are, are led to the spring of living water and it says God will wipe away every tear from their eye. And, if, you know, all of the martyrs, all of the persecution, no matter what the suffering, which is horrible, uh, and we, some of us can't even imagine that the sorrow and everything that people have suffered through the centuries because of their faith. But, yeah, at the end, God will wipe away every tear.
0: From
1: their eye. Oh, beautiful, beautiful finish there, Amen. Ben. Can you yeah. can you beat that, Pastor racking
0: no, 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 <laughs> I can't beat that.
1: <laughs> That's a good place to end. That's a great encouragement to end. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He will wipe away every tear. Amen. So Amen. be blessed with that thought as we go into the week. God bless you all. Okay. Thank you again. Thanks, Pastor racking Thank you, Ben. See Kim. you real soon.
2: See you later.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.